0: all right welcome to your life path astrology reading i can't wait to dig into your charts and just for the audience to get to know you why don't you tell us what you do in the world and what you hope to get out of the reading
1: yeah sure um so i work in the music business as a manager so that's really cool i get to work with musicians and then what i hope to get out of this is just to learn a little bit more about what i'm meant to do my soul and all that good stuff
0: beautiful well let me tell you, <laughs> I'm glad that you said the word manager because if ever I were to see manager energy, it would be in your chart, girl. So let us dig in. So the first thing that I want to observe is, you know, there are sometimes that I read for people, and they're like, you know what, I really don't, never been into astrology because I read my son's, my astrology, my horoscope, and it doesn't match. But I have a strong feeling that every time you read your horoscope, it feels very, very aligned most of the time. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, you have what's called a Capricorn stellium. And a stellium is when you have three or more placements in one particular sign. And it tells us that that is an area that we're here to particularly understand express work into like it's where our soul really is highlighted not everyone has a stellium um -hmm. i have two stelliums so it means i have um two signs that have four placements girl you have one sign with seven placements (laughs) it's capricorn (laughs) so you are like capricorn is a major theme in your life Um, what comes up for you when i tell you that
1: um I guess I'm trying to make sense of it um a lot of people always say like I have a very good intuition and like I trust my gut or like open the third eye because like like almost like you can predict things so I don't know if it's related or not but I feel like I have a really strong gut reaction so maybe that's connected you, well, you know
0: what? We'll get into that in a bit. I think I see one place where that could be. One of your Capricorn placements is Piscean energy in the 12th house. So Pisces is a very spiritually connected sign. Um, it's So the Zodiac runs from Aries to Pisces chronologically. And so Aries is kind of like the infant, the baby of the Zodiac. And by the time you get to Pisces, it's almost like no longer on the earthly timeline. It's like, afterlife connected to spirituality connected to source and you have neptune the ruler of pisces in capricorn in the 12th house and the 12th house is pisces energy so there's almost this this feeling of your intuition and your ability to connect to dreams and illusions and that realm is highly is highly connected to your capricorn energy which we're about to get into because girl you got in fact, you've got almost all of the primary placements. You, The only is I've never seen such a Capricorn. I've never seen such a stellium. I'm so fascinated with this chart. Um, so yeah, so there's a sense of like in your work, you probably bring in a lot of intuition. And I'm going to tell you this. So let's start with the sun sign. So you know that your sun is Capricorn. And so the sun sign is how you see yourself. So you see yourself probably as very disciplined, very grounded because um, Capricorn is an earth sign, right? It's grounded. It's really practical. Um, there's a sense of Capricorn that is ambitious. If Capricorn had like a TV show character, she'd be the boss lady CEO yeah. type, like, right. She's like down to business. Let, what do we got to do? Let's make it happen. Delegate. Let's all get on board, right? Yeah. What comes up for you when I say that?
1: Yeah, I feel like that's very true. Like within in friendships and would work, I'm always like, okay, what's the problem? How do we solve it? How do I tell you the problem before it actually even becomes a problem?
0: Yeah, that Capricorn, that's the CEO, right? The CEO is like, I don't want there to be an issue. What is the issue before there's an issue so that we can have a plan for the issue? Yeah. And, and she's very grounded. She's very, um, but she's also very ambitious and i and i really like i cannot just help but think that the 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 gift of capricorn is this ambition this ambition in this sense of man she's a leader she's a leader so you see yourself as a leader and you know that's how you see yourself the in this life path astrology methodology It is your magic sauce. It is what you bring to all the work you do that makes it uniquely yours. It is kind of like the gift that you bring to solve the problem. Mm. Now, your rising sign is how people see you. And here's the interesting thing. Your rising sign is also Capricorn. (laughs) So you, you don't have a difference between, um, how, how you see yourself and how people see you. Now there is an interesting thing that it looks like the sun. So, so the rising sign is the line where the 12th and the first house meet. Mm -hmm. And so there, it doesn't live, the rising sign doesn't live in a house, but your sun sign lives in the first house. The first house is Aries energy. Aries is what we call a cardinal sign. And so it's very creative. It's very innovative. But the house itself is the house of self. Um, And what I mean by that is every sign has like a motto. And um, Aries is I am. So there's a very strong self of you really owning your role as a boss lady, like I am the boss, is almost like the message that comes through when I see that combination. Mm-hmm. Whereas your rising sign is um, is how people see you. So they might not see you as so like, I also think of Aries as independent. So, they, so they, they see you in this management, they see you in this leadership, they see you in this ability to be in the work, to be disciplined, to be responsible.
1: Mm-hmm
0: what comes up for you when I say that?
1: Yeah, I feel like um, I just think of my work reviews and that's normally the feedback I get. You're <laughs> normally, kidding. Yeah, it's normally along those lines. But then I think where I struggle is like, you know, just be confident, like you know what to do. Sometimes you forget to be a little bit confident about it.
0: Mm, Beautiful. And so we'll, we'll, and I, and I can see where that is and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, So yeah, there, there are spaces in the chart where we learn like where we may not feel fully ourselves or where we feel separate. Um, So yeah, so you see yourself and people see you as a leader, as responsible, as steadfast. Another thing that I think is really interesting about Capricorn, Capricorn's an earth sign, but compared to the other two earth signs, it actually has a little bit of a secret power. Um, so most of the signs are the signs itself. Capricorn is a goat. Everyone thinks it's a mountain goat, but it's actually a sea goat. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. So look at the little squiggly line so it actually is a sea goat so it is ambitious it's going to be climbing that mountain but the sea the fin the fin that squiggly line that represents the fin that it rep- that it carries it represents water energy hmm. and water represents our emotional state and so there's a sense of like Capricorn is really good at being ambitious, doing the work, climbing that mountain, but it brings with it this very deep, profound understanding of human pain and emotion because it's what it carries with it. And so it's almost like, um, you know, like how they say party on top, business on the bottom or whatever. Like it's like business on top, emo on the bottom, and they're never going to show you the emo side. There's like a poker face, like You may be feeling all the feels, but you're not going to let anybody know. You're probably going to go to the bathroom and then release it however you have to release it, but you're not going to show people how you're being emotionally impacted, even though you know how you feel and you even know how everyone else feels.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting because um, a lot of times I feel like people can read me and read my emotions, but then half the time someone's like, I had no clue anything was even wrong they're like, I, you, you always look like you do everything. So like in work, they're like, looks like it's so easy. And I never know if it's too much on your plate or anything. Cause it's just like, I never can, it just all seems easy. And I'm always like, really, I feel like I'm so obvious and everyone can read me and I'm struggling so bad, but like, I'm always like, no one, everyone's shocked when they hear me say that. So that's interesting.
0: And I'm so, I'm even so um, relieved to hear that. I'm just going to check to see where your mercury is. Yeah. So when I'm, when, you, when I hear that, it reminds me of a very big, um, warning for Capricorn. If, you know, I, uh, sometimes I have like TV show archetypes or like themes or mottos. I have a theme song for Capricorn. <laughs> like every time I have someone with strong Capricorn placements, I think of Rihanna's work, 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 work. Cause it's like, what's, what is Capricorn's favorite thing to do? hustle, work. Most of the Capricorns that I know are either workaholics or they have two or three jobs. They're always like, it's not, they don't, it's almost like they don't know how to take a break.
1: That sounds like me. Yeah. And I love that song. And I always post about it when it comes up, like as a joke of like, Oh, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> See? So, um,
0: and, and it's no surprise <laughs> that that's you because you have so much energy there. Um, so it's, it's important that you really kind of watch like, So I would say work is important. I think work, your career, your ambition, and your reputation are a big theme for you, and you get to really watch it. Now, here's the juicy part about the rising. So you're very unique in that your sun and your rising are in the same place. Not everyone has that. Mm -hmm. So you probably have people who are like – what you see is what you get. Like there's no difference between who you are in one place and another place. But some people have, they're like, oh, you're so different at home or you're so different at work because their sun and their rising are in different places. So how they show up for the world is different for how they show up for themselves. Like for with you, like when I see a sun and a rising in the same place, what you see is what you get. So the sun is your magic sauce. The rising is the problem you're here to solve. It is your soul's work. So, the problem you're here to solve is helping people um, maybe like further their businesses, build their empires. So, I think about like you're a music manager. So, what are do you doing? You're helping artists and musicians build their empires. Um, you probably bring structure. You're probably here to solve the problem of bringing structure and responsibility and discipline into. Um, the empires that these people are building because creative types are not in Capricorn mode. They're usually, they're usually in creation mode, which is a type of work, but it's not the structure, discipline, organization, vision that a Capricorn brings to the table. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. And it's interesting that you say that because I feel like when things don't feel fair to me, I find that sometimes like my frustrations, or, like I'm not getting the best version of me sometimes. Like if I'm like, oh, something's not fair. or if, like, duh, you can fix the problem so easily. But like, I have to remember so- people do things their own way. So I always have to like take a step back and be like, I know I know exactly how to fix it, but I can't control every situation and have to let some people learn and figure it out themselves or else you're doing a disservice to them.
0: Oh my God. I am like so glad that you said that because that is exactly what you need to understand about your mindset mercury everyone jokes about mercury retrograde but Mm -hmm. mercury is a planet that represents in the third dimension our intellect but in the fifth dimension our higher consciousness and when we access our higher consciousness we're working for the benefit of everybody, we're working from a higher place of operation and we are connected to it and we're not creating like a sense of separation. Like when you're not working out of your higher consciousness, Mercury, you feel separate from everyone else and everything else. And you can't, your brain isn't connecting mm-hmm. and you have Mercury and Capricorn. <laughs> so, so, so what you said was the perfect reminder every time you go in i want you to think like when you're like why am i thinking this way your thoughts are very much in capricorn default And Capricorn, every um, sign has its gift and every sign has its shadow. And the shadow of Mercury in Capricorn is it's going to be, um, it's going to be controlling. It's going to want to control the outcome rather than lead people to the direction they have to go in.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And I feel like when I was younger, I would be like, why am I in this cycle that this, I, same types of people, different face. Why does the same thing keep happening? And it is until I find that, I don't know what it really is that made me kind of switch gears a little bit, but I still fall into it, but I'm very, I'm much better now at like kind of being like, okay, stop, like take a step back. I don't always get it right, but at least I'm a little bit more aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that also stems from like, I feel like, um, even with friendships or relationships or whatever, like I'm so work heavy that I feel like I don't let myself take a break. So I feel like sometimes those relationships struggle because they're like, all you want to think and talk about is work. But what about having fun too? And it's like, Mm. I don't want to take a break. And it's like, this quarantine's been so interesting because it's like, things are a little bit slower. So it's kind of like what, um, at the beginning, I was like, what do I do to fill this time? This is so strange. And now I'm kind of like, okay, like, you are allowed to watch a Netflix show if you want. Like you are allowed to like go to bed. Or like it's just so weird. Like giving myself permissions and like I feel like the cap. I'm like very hard on myself. So it's like it's like a, a battle. But I'm trying really really hard to get through that.
0: And and I love it. I absolutely love that that is what you're working on. And we're actually, um, it's so it's so funny because it's like I I joke that uh, astrology astrology is the psychology of the universe. So mm-hmm. it is absolutely not default in you to just let loose and party, right? It's like, you're like, what next, what needs to get done? What else needs to get done? I can't rest until I know what needs to get done because of all that Capricorn placement. Um, But here's where we get to get a little bit interesting. I'm not Mm going to go necessarily over every single Capricorn placement you have. What I am going to tell you is, so we've got the sun as your magic sauce. It's what's going to solve the problem of you helping these musicians build their empire because of the structure that you're bringing, because of the business vision that you're bringing, because of the responsibility and discipline you bring. And that Mercury, controlling Mercury from wanting to control Mm -hmm. is going to allow you to really... Really step into your leadership and then and, and really to your higher consciousness and then we have the moon the moon backs up your soul's purpose right so it's not the sole purpose but if the moon is not taken care of she's not gonna let you move forward okay mm-hmm. So thank goodness you don't have her in, in Capricorn too. <laughs> then it'd be like burnout. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so you have your moon in Aquarius. And that for me is really interesting because so first of all, the moon represents our emotional sphere. What comes up for me is you probably... When you're emotional, you probably are stuck in your head a lot because Aquarius is an air sign. So she's not going to cry on the spot, but she's going to be like thinking about like, what am I supposed to do? Why am I feeling this way? Like what's happening here? Like, what am I, what am I emotional about? (laughs) I'm just going to be analyzing the process because Aquarius is an analyzer.
1: Mm hmm. And having, like, a plan A, B, C, C, depending on what each person says at every moment <laughs> drive myself insane.
0: Yes. I will also say, though, you might, I, in, in extreme moments, um, you may also kind of, like, um, in, in her shadow, Aquarius could be a little bit of a rebel. So sh- you might, like, get really stuck about, like, no, it has to be this way. This is the cause. We're going to fight for this when, when you're, like, feeling emotional. And, and that's all good. But the, the bigger gift of the moon is not just how we express our emotions. She backs our mission. And what that means is in the moments that in your soul's work, you're feeling stuck, like things are moving forward, like you don't know which way is up. You get to say, oh, this is happening. I have to nurture the moon. And we nurture the moon in Aquarius by having a cause. Mm. Because capricorn is going to be so stuck on her work that she's doing work for work's sake Mm -hmm. instead of saying i'm going i have a point to why i'm doing this work Mm -hmm. aquarius supports all that capricorn energy to having a reason to fight for Mm. that makes sense And I also think that she would balance out the mission because you have so much Capricorn that it would even help you go, Oh, do I, do I really have to work? What what is my cause? Okay. I could take a break because my cause is not doing everybody else's work and mine. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Which I'm sure comes up with all that cancer. I mean, Capricorn energy, right? All the time. (laughs) Right. And so one of the things that I might encourage you to consider is think about what is the cause? What is like, like imagine like your, your own personal um, like protest, like what are you protesting? What are you supporting? What is the mission that you're moving forward? And imagine all those people with like signs and the pickets, right? What, Mm -hmm. what is the one cause focus on that? And whenever things are feeling off in your world, Ask yourself, wait, what is my cause? What am I fighting for? And then direct your work and or focus or harmonize it that way because you don't need to work all the time, and that's going to balance you out. I think.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. I like that. I definitely will be applying that. <laughs> I'm also going to tell you something else. I have a feeling that there's
0: also a sense of so when I think of Aquarius energy. So remember how I said Capricorn's like the lady boss. You know, she's like the boss lady. Aquarius if she had a tv show character she'd be the punk rock girl with pink hair and the nose ring and like outfits that don't match because she doesn't care so she's unique she's used to not standing um not fitting in she's really used to standing out
1: (laughs) yeah that's probably true about me tell me more yeah I mean I think like just growing up like with all my friendships or people I chose like the person that was getting picked on or just like, I didn't care about being cool or popular. I just wanted to help anybody that I thought was hurting or needed it. Like that was more important to me. I didn't care if people made fun of me. I was like, I'll stand up for these people. So, you know, growing up for me and even still like the people it's, I'm all about like the people that don't know how to use their voice all the time. I want to try to help be that voice for them.
0: Awesome. So you get to, you get to stand in the power of standing out for your cause. I love it. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think is always really important is what we call the North Node. The North Node is the challenge that your soul came into this lifetime with to complete its mission. And Mm -hmm. it's so funny because with every North Node, there's a South Node. So your North Node is in Sagittarius in the 10th house, which is the house of career, which is so interesting because here it's it's the house that belongs to Capricorn but you Sagittarius is there and your challenge is so sad. And so I also want to talk about the South node. The South node is the, what's really easy for us. It's our natural gift. Your South node is Gemini. What did you say? It was always really easy for me to use my voice. Gemini, she's the intellectual and she's the communicator. Hmm. So it's really easy for you to use your voice because you have Gemini in your chart. Gemini loves to be friendly. She's super sociable. She loves to collect information. She's good at researching. Um, She's like kind of a journalist. She'd be like the gossip girl, like at lunch going like spill the tea girl. Don't give me, don't spare me details. I want to know it all. (laughs) But by the time you get to Sagittarius, she's taking all the information she's learned over a lifetime and she's creating her own wisdom around it and she's implementing it. And that's your challenge because, and you have it in the 10th house, which is personal brand, ambition, reputation, career. So what did you say before? Like, sometimes I feel like, I think you said something to the fact, like, I feel like I don't know enough or I don't use my power in, in the, in my work, even though I work so much.
1: Yeah. It's like, I I know, I know a lot, but I don't know if I'm like a hundred percent sure to share it with everyone. Like, my boss is always saying, like, you're so smart and you don't let anybody, like, fully see you. Like, you're very closed off. And it's true. I'm, I don't really let almost anyone into my life. And I, I don't know if it's because it's just, like, I'm, until I'm, it's like a perfectionism of the Capricorn. Like, mm-hmm. I have and you can see me, but it's like, no one's ever going to be perfect. And I can't like miss out on my life because I'm shutting everyone out.
0: Well, then on top of that, you have Sagittarius as your challenge. Sagittarius is super wise. She like, when we think of Sagittarius, she's like the high priestess. She has all the terminal degrees. She has the master's a PhD. She has all the size certificates. She's so smart and she's teaching people or she's leading people with her wisdom, but she's also really fun. Sagittarius is like the gypsy she has no boundaries not because she doesn't believe in boundaries like because she doesn't she doesn't you know Capricorn's gonna be like no these are the rules and Sagittarius is like there are no rules life has no rules like you you made that up. So she's free she's fun she's a free spirit. And that is all, those were all the things that you said before that were difficult for you. And that's actually what you're supposed to work on. You're supposed to work on being more fun at work, being more lighthearted, being the person who actually teaches others everything she knows. You get to teach, you get to show, you get to share your wisdom in the work you do.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I feel like the teaching aspect, I feel like I'm very good at that. Like I help hire a new interns and like all of my friends call me the mom and I, they're like, if we don't have to do, will know what to do. So I think it's interesting, like the teaching, I feel like I've practiced and I've almost mastered that, but having fun and being lighthearted, I'm very serious all the time. So I guess I need to access those two things a bit more.
0: Yeah. Which is funny because like Gemini is like social. She likes her gal pals. She likes to go get tea. But like Sagittarius is like spontaneous, adventurous. It's almost like you get to be adventurous. You get to take risks. But because you have so much wisdom and knowledge, you know that those risks are going to take you somewhere. You actually like figured out that you have so much information that you're like, what's the point of having all this information if we don't use it?
1: Mm. yeah it's interesting
0: awesome and it's also interesting because that's your that's what you get to work on now everyone also comes with a wound and the wound like it's what we do for others that we don't do for ourselves (laughs) and it's interesting because you have the so it's chiron that's called chiron you have chiron in virgo in the eighth house so, Virgo is a lot of things. She is the healer. she is the servant she loves to be of use um, she is an earth sign too um, and you have it in the eighth house, which is the basically the house of taboos, like death sexuality, transformation, the occult, what people can't see. And I almost am curious, like, I know this is going to, so this is going to sound super weird, but Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear, when I see Virgo in the eighth house, I almost feel like you really believe that everyone else can use esoteric knowledge to heal themselves and be of service. But you feel like you can't do that yourself.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's yeah and when you say, e- what was the word you said? Eso- esoteric.
0: Esoteric. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I think I know, but not a hundred percent. It's
0: like all the like spirit, like the, the, the spiritual, like tarot cards and, and, and all that, like stuff, like the stuff that I do, right. Like astrology could even be esoteric to some people, like all that magical art that people don't always talk about in the open. It's like, Oh wow. Everyone else knows how to do it. And you even support other people in doing that, but you, yeah. Not, you always don't. You feel like you're. You're not. It's not good. Like you're not good enough to do it. Or like you're. You yeah. feel
1: like you're- I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times, like I always know how to like automatically solve someone else's problems, but then sometimes I'm like almost punishing myself. I don't know why. I think maybe it's from my past and just traumas from the past. It's like trying to learn that people that taught me these traumas were not correct about me. So I have to learn to kind of like mm-hmm. those. I feel like I'm in the stage of unlearning the way that people in the past have treated me, yeah. to because they over and over again told me, "No, you're not worthy of love. No, you're not worthy of that. Oh, you don't deserve that. Why would you ever get that?" So it became so ingrained in me, and mm-hmm. so I see, oh, everybody else deserves it, but sometimes I'm like, were they right? Do I not deserve it? Like I now know that's silly, but that was like my truth, like gaslit so badly that like I literally thought. No, I will never deserve this. I will never have this again like so it's 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 still there a bit, and I definitely struggle with that a lot
0: so you so the feeling of like you don't deserve to be healed because it's about healing, it's not deserving the healing, yeah, when I think about Virgo, I think of the healer and yeah. and not only that you don't deserve the healing, but i would I wouldn't be surprised if you actually had ability to heal like like i I wouldn't doubt that if you gave like tarot cards a try and like had healing messages for people with tarot, that you'd actually be good. But there's something that told you that you couldn't do this for yourself or that you couldn't yeah. do this work too.
1: No, that's interesting. Yeah, because it, it's almost like I, I used to write down this phrase, like if the pain's all I got to have hold onto, I want to make it hurt on purpose. And I think that's, I forgot about, I used to like to write lyrics for fun and I still do it a little bit. And I probably should let myself be more creative in that because that was my first love. And I don't allow myself to write. Like, I'm like, no, you're not allowed to write. Like, why would you do that? This is now. So one, I probably should let myself do that again since it was my first love, fall in love with it again. Mm. And like, I don't need to hold on to pain. Like, I think I didn't know who I was without the pain. And like that letting go of that pain would be like saying goodbye to that relationship forever. So mm. I think I've been way too long. And I guess I have to figure out who I am without that pain and knowing mm. that I'm allowed to do it
0: you're allowed to be healed yeah you're allowed to be healed you don't have to hold on to all that pain like you don't have to be wounded which is what the placement is the wounded healer you don't have to live a wounded life and so you get to step into that and I'm so glad that you said about the writing because um here's here's where we get to wrap up a little bit um your south node which was Gemini plus your rising is where your soul shines. It's what makes you really brilliant. So what was what was Gemini? The communicator, the writer, the social media person, the speaker, plus Capricorn solving the problem of building these empires. There's a sense of you using that communication with that rising sign is where you get to really shine. So it's probably easy for you to like put put drafts for people together, write things for people in the work that you do. What's difficult is for you to be the teacher of that like for those for those empire builders and have fun while you're doing it
1: yeah like it's like I'm very good at editing for people and telling them exactly how to like oh like this is what's wrong in the song or this is what's wrong in that but like I know I could do it for myself but I won't let myself get started or even try it's like I'd rather block Mm -hmm. it off and try and i would even
0: say that where you get to learn where you get to grow so for your soul to really accomplish its mission in this lifetime you get to lean into that sagittarius energy of not just giving it a try but you get to teach people you get to show the wisdom of how it's done in the workplace
1: Mm. yeah interesting huh awesome
0: so that's all i got for you what comes up did you have your aha
1: moment Did this support you No, it's just interesting. I think um, my favorite part or like what was most like what I probably needed to hear was um, the wounded, like being allowed to heal. Because I think that's until I get past that and work on that fully, I think it's going to be harder to access and grow in all the other areas we talked about. So I think my guess is that's what I need to keep working on and heal first. Mm. So then the other areas and keep growing as a person. I
0: love it. I love it. And don't forget, you get to be a lady boss, but you get to have fun too. Like for me my, me, my major message for you is you get to have fun while doing the work.
1: Yeah. So just allowing myself to.
0: Yeah. You get to have fun. Give yourself permission to have fun in these empires you're creating.
1: <laughs> no, that's good. It's definitely a very good reminder for me to heal here. Awesome. <laughs> definitely forget all the time. <laughs>
0: It happens with all that Capricorn I can't blame you but that's that's such a powerful combination you are definitely made for um, big work experiences and big successes because that's what cancer that's what Capricorn does too
1: Mm. thank you so much I love this this is so cool
0: oh my pleasure thank you for for indulging me in booking this session this was fun of course and if you could send me